Welcome to the Hurtship Podcast. My name is Sitzke Kazimir, and in this podcast, I'll be exploring the power and, dare I say it, joy of middle management. Middle managers are best placed to see the reality of an organization and to create movement within it. I'll be sharing stories, practices, theory, and insights. The Hurtship Podcast is your weekly reminder to seize the opportunities of the power of the middle. If you've been listening to the Hurtship Podcast regularly, you may have noticed that there was no episode last week and this week's episode was late. And it's interesting because in a way, I broke a pattern for myself. Because in the previous weeks, every Tuesday, and sometimes already on Monday, I woke up and knew what the podcast was going to be about. Sometimes I had an idea the week before and then it shifted. But there was always this inspiration, this sense, this is what the podcast is about this week. And last week it wasn't there. And in fact, I simply forgot to record the podcast because it was a public holiday. And when a pattern is broken, that tells me something. So I was looking at what was happening, what was going on, and I realized that where before I'd had clarity about what the next episodes would be, I didn't have that anymore. And that perhaps it was time to end this season of the Hurtship podcast and pause for a while before it's time for a next season. There'll be a different podcast about a different topic, but I'll say more about in the final episode. This is the penultimate episode of this season of the Hurtship podcast. And perhaps not surprisingly, it is about patterns. Now, what I love about looking at horse herds is how you can see different patterns You see behaviours repeated, specifically if, as I have at the moment, you have them next to your window and you can see them throughout the day and night. And all those different behaviours in the end end up to a pattern. And of course, which pattern I notice has as much to do with my glasses, both literally, because if I wasn't wearing them, I couldn't see them, as with the behaviours that are exhibited. So the fact that I notice when and where they sleep says something about what I pay attention to, how they eat, who plays, and those sort of things. Now the same goes for patterns in organisations. And one of the things I intended to do when I started this podcast was to break a pattern, which is the pattern of thinking negatively about the middle. I wanted to show my experience of the power of the middle. And I hope that that may have inspired some of you to look differently at the role of the middle manager. In this episode, I want to invite you to think about patterns you notice in your organization and how you might shift them and how you might make sure that when you 
are trying to shift these patterns. You do so by truly breaking the pattern and not by actually reinforcing it. So if you think about patterns in your organization, what patterns do you see? Some of the patterns I've certainly heard speak about are the difficulty to work in between silos or to collaborate between silos. The distance there might be between leaders and those who work for them. And that might be between the CEO and those on the shop floor, but it might also be between you and your team or between your manager and you. The pattern of projects and how they're delivered and who's involved in that. Now, are the projects always over budget and past their deadline? Were they perhaps calculated a little bit too optimistically? Or are they always on time? And what does that tell you? Things like internal competition, all sorts of patterns I've heard either coaches talk about or experienced myself. And I'm curious if you look at your organization. Think about the three patterns that you'd most want to shift. What are they? What are the behaviors that make them up? And are they recognized by others or are they patterns that you notice but that maybe others don't notice? Now, the difficulty with shifting a pattern in an organization, and that means in some ways the difficulty with really creating change, because change is disrupting a pattern, is that often we are so much a part of that pattern ourselves that it becomes hard to shift it. Even when we think about how we might shift it, very often we're still thinking in the way that the pattern has taught us to think. So at one point, we were working with a team, a leadership team, and they wanted to decrease the distance between themselves and the people who worked for them. And as they were thinking about how to do that, in some ways their thinking was very much about having someone help them with the communication which is interesting because in a way that literally increases the distance because you have yourself and then you have someone in between and then you have the communication to your people. So instead, my colleague and I recommended them to have the conversation with their people simply in a different way, in a way that immediately decreased the distance by sitting in a smaller room with less of the people and having a far more informal conversation. Another example, working with a group that was trying to bridge silos and work across those silos, most of that work had been done by designing the way it will work and sending that around by email. And it wasn't until they actually got together and got together in a room and started to really work together 
that they could then design how the people who worked for them would also work more closely together. If they couldn't solve it, the leaders at the top of the different silos, if they couldn't work together, how could they ever ask the people who worked for them to work together? So the invitation is, look at two or three patterns that you see in your organization, that you play a role in, that you think it'd be helpful to shift. And then think about what is the first thing you'd be intending to do to shift that. Write both of those down. So write the pattern down and then write your first step down. And then look at that step. How would that actually confirm the pattern you're trying to shift? What would be something completely different you could do that would really shift the pattern? Now look at that again. How might that still confirm the pattern you're trying to shift? And what could you do to shift that again a little bit so that you're really shifting the pattern? You might have to look at it three times, four times, maybe even five times. And probably you'll know it's right because the next step will feel a bit uncomfortable. It won't feel like what you'd normally do. It will feel like you're breaking the pattern and that can be scary. So I hope you'll look at shifting some patterns that can help you. And in the final episode, I want to look at agility and adaptability in organizations and in horse herds. Thank you for listening to the Herdship podcast. As I close, I have three requests and a thank you. First of all, I hope this podcast may have inspired you to try some new things. When you do, I'd love to hear from you. You can send any feedback, questions, comments or suggestions for future episodes to podcast at herdship.com. That's herd like a herd of horses, combined with the word ship. Secondly, if you enjoyed the podcast, please press the subscribe button so that further installments will show up automatically in your feed and you can tune in weekly. My third and final request is that if you liked it, please share this podcast with anyone you think might benefit from it too. As a thank you, you will find any resources such as links to articles or books I have mentioned and practices from this episode on herdship.com slash podcast. <music>